Welcome to B2B Marketing Needs Don Draper, brought to you by True. For too long, B2B has lacked creativity and inspiration, leading to alarming declines in effectiveness and marketing departments being slowly devalued more and more within their organizations. We're here to change that by getting under the skin of what it really means to be a highly effective B2B marketer. We'll be speaking to some of the brightest minds in the industry to discuss what they're doing to be a bit more, well, Don Draper. And now, here's your host, Stuart Black. Joining us today for B2B News, Don Draper is Isabel Cita Lumsden, Head of B2B Marketing Europe at TikTok. Prior to this, she held senior roles at Time Inc., AOL, and Verizon Media. Isabel is a creative and strategic marketer, passionate about big media brands and driving business growth. TikTok is the leading destination for short-form mobile video, whose mission is to inspire creativity and bring joy. I'm sure we all know it. So Isabel Cita Lumsden, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Stuart. Lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. So what does being a bit more Don Draper mean to you? Being a bit more Don Draper, aside from having more boozy lunches and more naps, which I highly advocate, is storytelling. I think his character was just great at telling stories and creating emotional stories that connected people with the brand. And I think that was the first sort of era where we sort of started doing that in advertising. So it was that's a fundamental. Storytelling is a fundamental of advertising. And I think he brought that in in, in, in Mad Men. It was brought in in such a great way to sort of show how it was even such a key part of advertising in that era even though advertising was so different then. While most people have heard of TikTok, I'm sure many B2B businesses would be surprised to hear that the platform has an offering to help them with their marketing goals. Can you explain that for us? Yeah, well, I mean, first of all, that's my job um, as B2B marketer of, uh, of TikTok is to make sure people do know that. So thank you for this opportunity to make sure that all the great businesses that listen to this podcast are aware of the great opportunities on TikTok. So let's start with why TikTok is a great ad platform for B2B marketers. And it really, as with all marketing, starts with the audience uh, and the fact that TikTok is helping B2B brands reach new audiences. Uh, There's been like a rapid growth of TikTok that's enabled more businesses to be on the platform. And, And as that TikTok audience grows and diversifies, it becomes home to all types of businesses and brands and consumers. We've seen a lot of B2B brands achieving great results on TikTok. Uh, and more brands targeting businesses, customers, as well as looking to understand the opportunity to engage a new type of audience. Um, I would say that B2B marketing is ripe to be turned on its head. I don't know if you agree, but I feel like now is the time to sort of really challenge B2B marketers. And TikTok is a great platform to do that. It can show how you can be more creative and more authentic, and that in doing that, you can drive great business results. So I'm a huge advocate. Obviously, it's my job, but I, I genuinely am a huge advocate for TikTok being that platform that can really be an opportunity for B2B marketers. Well, here at B2B Needs Don Draper, that's what we're all about, shaking things up, making them more creative and, uh, and yeah, turning things on its head, as you said. So let's explore that a little bit. Yeah. One, of, one of the best examples of uh, a campaign might be the Sage hashtag Bossit campaign, uh, which was targeting small and medium-sized businesses in the UK. That campaign asked them to, cre- to creatively show ways that they're thriving despite the current economic challenges with a prize of £5,000 up for grabs. Can you tell us more about that campaign and what were the results for Sage? Yeah, I'd love to. This is my favourite favorite case study. Um, 
so sorry. Apologies if you've heard me mention this anywhere before. And I feel like we should start charging Sage for all this extra promotion they're getting. <laughs> but it's, it really is a great campaign. Um, so for anyone not sure, Sage is an online software solutions business. Um, and they ran our first B2B campaign on TikTok tar- targeting entrepreneurs. It was a campaign designed to inspire confidence after, as we all know, a very difficult 2020 um, and their campaign, the as you said, the hashtag Boss It 2021 challenge actually invited TikTok's SMB community to share videos expressing about how they were bossing it that year. Um, so they made like full use of all of TikTok's ad formats. They embraced like the whole platform. So they did a hashtag challenge. They did bespoke music. They did a premium top view placement. That's the first ad you see when you open the app. Um, there are two things I love about this campaign. The first is that the results were insane. So 8.8 billion views, 1 million entries into the challenge. Wow. 1 million entries. I like. I can't get my head around that. A million entries for a, biz, a B2B campaign. Um, it's all like a groundswell of engagement from SMBs on the platform, which was just incredible. And it's completely set a new standard for the B2B marketing on our platform. So I hope a lot of businesses can feel really inspired by that example. Uh, the campaign itself was won by a brand called Broken Planet Market. They're a sustainable streetwear brand, um, and they won because they were highlighting their staggering growth and the need to upgrade their workspace in, a, in order to enable that growth. So that's who ultimately won that um, campaign from Sage. And those stats you cited are fairly incredible. Uh, how typical yeah. is that of these kind of campaigns? I mean, we're not allowed to share all the results unless approved by the business, but I would say it's certainly an exception in terms of breaking new ground. However, we have seen some really successful B2B campaigns on the platform since then. We've just done one with LinkedIn. We've got a great one with Eden Red. Uh, We've done another one with eBay recently, uh, which was targeting SMBs. So we're starting to see more and more B2B campaigns um, be really successful on the platform. So I think that they've sort of blazed a trail and now others are following. And so with that sort of pioneer status, what do you think are the key lessons that B2B brands can learn from the Sage example? I think the first is that B2B brands can leverage TikTok's creator community in an impactful way. I think, I I wonder if as a business, you don't necessarily think about creators uh, and connecting with businesses, but creators are such an important part of the TikTok platform, but just a really great opportunity to land a really engaging campaign there. So there's a real opportunity for B2B brands to tap into like community-driven trends, which is actually something Sage did. So I don't know if you saw that trend, tell me your something without telling me your something. So they did, you know, tell me your successful business, that kind of thing. So they really lent into a trend um, and used creators to sort of help that trend explode on the platform. Um, It's all about joining in. So TikTok is a platform about engagement as a community. And if you're a brand that can lean into that, you'll really benefit from that. And that's like a key learning. And what's the best approach for a B2B brand that's thinking about uh, joining in this way and and leveraging the community, as you say, uh, that might be a bit daunted by the prospect of of heading into uh, something like this? What What advice would you give them? I would say first and foremost, get comfortable with the platform, like be a consumer before you're a customer. So love the platform for what it is, you know, start using it, get comfortable with it. Um, And then that's why we're here. We've got a a huge team here to help brands uh, understand the opportunities on the platform better, come along to one of our events, got a great website with all the information that you need to know. So uh, start by 
understanding TikTok as a consumer, and then we're here to help you understand it as a customer, I would say. And TikTok's main demographic is 18 to 24-year-olds, so it's perfect for B2C marketers targeting Gen Z. What else should B2B brands know about your core audience on TikTok? Uh, So I think key here is that we're known for having a younger audience and a millennial and Gen Z audience but it's, it's a misconception that it's only for young people. Yes, that was where our audience primarily were, and that's how the platform started. But now we have 1 billion people on the platform globally. So with that growth comes a diversification of our audience. So the original Gen Z that embraced the platform is now not just them, it's also their friends, their relatives, their parents, it's even their grandparents. Um we have some really cool grandparent creators. I love them. Uh, so there's a real diversity of content and a, di- a diversity of users that's great for brands and businesses. And of course, that also means now with that growth and that diversity means a lot more businesses are on the platform. Um, we tend to find it's more about cutting through demographics to be more about mindset and communities forming around interests. And so your for you feed, Stuart, would look a lot different to mine, I'm sure. So mine is all a lot of it's interior design, cooking, um, and I love a bit of you've been framed humour in there. Uh, like what, so what's in your For You page, Stuart? What, well, what do you see? I, I was going to say our, our feeds are probably not that different. Everyone likes a bit really- of uh, <laughs> you, you've been framed falling over now and again. And uh, <laughs> yep. uh, yeah, lots of design and, and, and film stuff for me. But yeah, very similar. Great. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, I think it's, it's, and that is a representation of culture today, right? So you're seeing a lot of new things for the first time on TikTok or you're seeing cultural trends explode. Um, you know, a lot of things start on TikTok and then mushroom onto other platforms. And there's always content relevant to you, no matter what your age or demographic. So understanding where society is grouping around cultural trends, being more of a mindset is what we call generation TikTok and how we can divide that into different mindsets that are on TikTok and how at brands, advertisers, businesses can understand more the mindset of the TikTok audience rather than just the demographic and therefore will be a lot more engaging with the, with the uh, community. As we mentioned before, we're big fans of creativity on this podcast and, and TikTok's all about creativity. So could you just sort of give us some insight into the main differences between the best TikToks which drive effectiveness for brands versus the ones that end up falling flat? Yes, certainly. I think... Yeah, if you're looking for the secret sauce, it is, you know, it's not, <laughs> it's not easy. We are, I mean, we'd we all are. love to go viral overnight. Um, but I think ultimately the key for brands is creativity. So TikTok's a really creative platform and it's a place where creativity thrives. And that, I don't know if I'm going to be able to understand this, isn't always second nature to B2B marketers or the traditional comfort place. So it's a place where B2B organizations can actually see that as an opportunity. You know, you can express yourself in a different way, show a different side to your brand that we've not seen before. Um, put re- like really a personal stamp on a trend or an idea like, like Sage did. They, you know, took a trend and made it their own. Um, it's really about finding that like great creative idea nugget um, and then making an opportunity for that on TikTok. Uh, like in terms of falling flat, I obviously can't name and shame brands that are doing it wrong, but it usually comes down to working with creators or with the platform in an inauthentic way. Right. Like if you were asking to do a creator and giving them a very strict brief that was sort of against their usual style or content, it's not, it's not going to resonate with their audience. 
So you have to trust creators and empower them to be co-creators in order to get the best out of the creativity and engagement with the audience. And we're certainly seeing a shift of creators being a lot more involved at an earlier stage or like co-planning and going through that whole process together with brands um, right through from conception to execution. So I would say the key is to really embrace TikTok and the creator community. You know, it's, it's a full screen sound on discovery platform. And that means that advertisers can have a lot of confidence that their message will get full attention. So there's an undeniable opportunity that you can reinvent how you tell a story on that platform or how you can turn your advertising on its head and do things a bit differently for TikTok. Isabel, you describe yourself as a creative strategic marketer. How can creativity add value for B2B brands on TikTok? I think creativity gives B2B marketers the opportunity to deepen engagement with our audience and connect with our consumers on a more human level. I mean, ultimately, we're all humans. So businesses aren't robots. There are humans behind those businesses and in those businesses. So it's really important that we think of B2B marketing as needing that connection in the same way consumer marketers look for that emotion and connection with their marketing. So you can be funny, creative, innovative. All of that makes you more connective, um, which ultimately drives better business results. For me, Personally, I think the TikTok values are inspiring. Well, the TikTok values are inspiring creativity and bringing joy. So that's at the heart of my B2B marketing strategy um, here at TikTok. And that's obviously ideal for me and and sort of a dream come true in terms of the creative opportunity and creative license it gives me in our B2B marketing strategy. And you mentioned before that sometimes B2B marketers uh, might not be the quickest to embrace creativity. Why do you think there is this tendency to underplay the importance of, of that? I think um, there's a lot of nervousness around proving business results. And we're a lot more accountable on the B2B side in terms of direct business metrics. Uh I've I've had the privilege of judging some B2B marketing awards in my time. And I've certainly, I've seen some amazing work um, from some brands and I've seen some on the whole lack a lot of creativity on the business side compared to the consumer side. Um, And I have a consumer marketing background, so I do find it great to look at sort of from both angles. And I think many B2B marketers, I imagine, feel that their content is quite dry because of the products they're promoting. However, This is definitely changing. Buyers respond best to engaging content that entertains them and informs them. It doesn't matter if you're a software brand like Sage, you can still do great entertaining campaigns. Um, You just need to connect on a more emotional level. But ultimately, I think it also connects to the strategy and that comes back to that need to drive business results because a lot of B2B marketing campaigns are lead gen focused and there's feels like with lead gen campaigns that there's less opportunity to be creative. But I'll give you um, another example, Edenred, which is a payment platform in Italy. They used our TikTok lead generation solution. And it's a, it, that's a great example, hugely successful, where a platform can use a creative platform, but use like a really tangible performance driving ad solution to drive effective results. So you can, you can be both. You can absolutely have both. Mm, interesting. Um, and besides TikTok, you've worked for some major media brands. Um, looking back, what do you consider to be the most impactful creative work of your career so far? Oh, that's a good question and a tough one because it's like choosing between my children, <laughs> <laughs> which I shouldn't do. Well, first of all, I've always chosen to work for brands that I'm a consumer of. 
so I started off in magazines and always aspired to work on the magazines I read and then moved across to digital content brands um, and now on TikTok. So I think what makes some of the most impactful work has been where I've been really passionate about the product and then that's combined with a great opportunity from the marketing point of view where the budget's been there and we've been able to launch something new. So I launched the Huffington Post in the UK in 2012 with a, an integrated B2B and B2C campaign and it had fantastic results, worked with amazing people on that um, great experience. But then ultimately coming into TikTok, again, a product that I use, that I love, and then having the chance to launch TikTok for business in 2020 as like a B2B brand new in the space, uh, in, a, in a really huge space, it has been like a dream come true in terms of my career. And and what we've done since then has been always sort of disruptive and challenging the norms and building a strategy and a team from scratch in this sort of growth phase of a product that I really believe in has been a dream come true. Sounds great. Let's let's go back to humour then. You mentioned that before. Uh, obviously something that if it works, it can help make brands famous. Do you think it's um, a risky thing for B2B uh, brands to get involved in or, or what role should it play and, and what's the best way to employ it? I mean, in short, yes, because you can get it wrong. And if you do, then it comes across as really inauthentic and it's going to be potentially damaging. But I think the focus shouldn't be on humour and more it should be on entertainment because entertainment is a much softer way of seeing it. It's more well-rounded. Um, and TikTok is all about entertainment. It's an entertainment platform. So just think about how you can entertain your audience in an authentic way to you as a brand. And that might not necessarily be straightforward humour. Um, there might be other elements to that on how you can entertain. But there shouldn't you shouldn't feel that pressure to be humorous, I don't think. Um, it's more important to be authentic. That's a really good tip because it does, you know, trying to be funny can all can, you know, yeah, it all can just blow up in your face. Yeah. <laughs> as you say, uh, what's the best example of B2B creative marketing that you've seen? Something that really stuck with you? <sighs> good question. I've seen lots again, like in the award entries, judging the Sage campaign was brilliant. Um, I love the eBay campaign we did recently. I cannot, am, am I allowed to say our own B2B marketing campaign or is that cheating? <laughs> it's slightly cheating, but we'll, we'll let you get away with it. Well, we launched our campaign in 2020 with the mantra, don't make ads, make TikToks, which was very disruptive in an advertising market when you're telling people not to make ads. Um, but it was all essentially just creative inspiration. It's a North Star guidance, not a mantra. Um, and I loved how that was. And all of that sort of guide on how to be creative on TikTok is all on our website. So please do visit tiktokforbusinesseurope.com. And a lot of the case studies I've referenced are all there as are many others that you can see. So you can get lots of inspiration from other brands leading the way, um, as well as lots of tools to help you get started. Good promotion. And how do we know that these uh, campaigns are successful? Uh, what's the, the way of seeing how effective it is? The case studies publish results. So that's obviously pre-approved with brands um, and where we don't sort of, where they're not able to share those results publicly, we can't publish those as case studies. We do still do creative showcases of those um, campaigns so you can still get a feel for what they did and how they executed it um, but yeah all the in the case study section on the website there's tons and tons of them um, across every vertical category uh, so lots lots and lots of business results shared there and that brings us to our rapid fire round where I'm just going to chuck uh, some uh, options at you and I want you to respond as quickly as you can without thinking too much but you can obviously explore it a little bit if uh, you say anything controversial are you ready yes Number one, advertising or ABM? ABM. 
I like building relationships. Um, it's it's the main reason I prefer B2B to B2C now. Good answer. Logic or magic? Magic, all day long. <laughs> brand building or lead generation? Mm, brand building, but brand building that has a halo effect to increase the lead gen response. Having your cake and eat it. Yeah. What's the problem with B2B right now? Uh, undoubtedly the lack of creativity. And how would Don Draper fix that problem? Probably having a boozy lunch and an app. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, if you could tell all CEOs to read one book, what would that be? It's hard to recommend a particular book, but I would say all CEOs should read more marketing books so that they understand the role and importance of marketing better um, and see us as an investment in growth and not just a cost. And one final question, uh, circling back to Don Draper, what's your favourite Don Draper moment or quote? Uh, so I did have to Google this, I'm going to be honest, um, because I can't remember quotes from things I've watched on TV, but I love that we can actually find these all. And I found one that I love, which is, it's useless to be a creative unless you can sell what you create. I just think that's brilliant. Nice. Well, all it leaves me to say is thanks so much uh, for a wonderful, in insightful chat. We really covered a lot of territory there. Isabel Sita Lumsden, uh, thanks so much. Thank you for having me. I'm Stuart Black and see you all next time on B2B Needs Don Draper.